Um, for communion this morning, I'm going to talk about cleaning a garage. Oh, oh boy. Right. Um, you know, it's fall, and uh, yesterday I had the day off from work, so I'm like, you know what, i got to get the garage ready for the cars. All right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And the garage was great for the cars last winter. It was organized, it was clean, but somehow during this time up till now, it, it's become a disaster. It, it, it just had stuff all over the place, and it was a mess. And I'm like, I got to get on top of this. So I started cleaning the garage. So the first thing you need when you clean is light, right? Yeah. Because if you don't have light, you can't see the reality of what's going on with your garage. So right. turned on all the lights, went out there and started sweeping. And I couldn't believe just the junk and dirt and dust and yeah. mouse dropping oh. and um, spiders. So many spiders. I came in the house and I'm like, Brenda, there are so many spiders out there. She's like, why are you telling me that? <laughs> and so... After I swept, I, I took the vacuum cleaner, and then I went out and just was sucking up spiders and webs and um, trying to get everything organized. And then I put up pegs to hang the hoses up, get them out from outside. You know? All right. Um, as I was doing all that, I, I was thinking about our spiritual rooms, our spiritual garages, if, if you take the analogy. Um, and what happens when we become Christians? I think before we become Christians, we, I mean, everyone has a spiritual room, whether you're a Christian or not. I, 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 I was envisioning the spiritual room as like a room, you know, it's not physical, it's, it's spiritual, but it's a room where, you know, maybe on the wall is a list of things that are bad. Next to it are things that are good. Um... Maybe there's piles of stuff in your spiritual room, beliefs that you have or thoughts that you have. or um, Maybe the Bible is in your spiritual room. Maybe it isn't. Um, maybe there's, I think in the spiritual room, especially before you're a Christian, there's, there's piles of things you feel bad about, you feel guilty about, things that you've done that that are just weighing on your heart. They're in your spiritual room. I, I know but before I became a Christian, I had things weighing on my heart that it was so hard for me to think about, talk about, that I felt guilty about. Those were in my spiritual room. And there wasn't a lot of light in that spiritual room at that time. It was pretty dim, pretty dark. Um, the other thing I did yesterday after I cleaned the garage, back to the cleaning, is I'm like, I should check the drain to my sh our shower in our bathroom. Because when we moved in, <clears throat> when we moved in, the first thing, the first couple of days, I'm like, I'm going to clean this drain. Because who knows the last time this is the... And it was the worst job I've ever done in my life. It was disgusting. It looked like it hadn't been cleaned in 40 years. It was just hair and black stuff. Stuff that just was so foul-smelling. Yeah. That it was like, ugh. So I, I checked that. It, it was starting. It was 
I won't go into detail. Sure. But it wasn't as bad as that 40-year bill. You know? um, after that, I was on a roll, so I'm like, let me check the filters. Like, so I went downstairs, checked the filters. I didn't, I didn't remember the humidifier had filters, so I'm like, oh, it has filters. <laughs> it's right next to the cat litter box. Oh, the filters were just totally full of cat litter stuff. And I'm like, wow, I should have cleaned these uh, before this. But I'm, I'm saying all this because when we become Christians, I'd like to read in Acts 2, uh, verse 38. You know, Peter preaches the, ser- the first sermon, basically, in Acts 2. Um, and, he, and he tells the people about Jesus and that Jesus is Lord and Christ. And they're cut to the heart after this first sermon. And they say, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, <laughs> repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. And as I was cleaning yesterday, I was thinking about that. I was like thinking about my spiritual room before I was a Christian, and just the junk in there. It was just full. The wall for things that were bad, things that were good, was, I think basically the list was blank. I was like, whatever people feel, as long as it doesn't hurt other people, it's like, everything's good, there's no right, I, was, I had an argument with my dad about how there's no right or wrong. Um, so I, that was blank, and I had I just piles of junk all over, and there was crud, and, um, but I envisioned Believing and getting baptized and those sins forgiven and the Holy Spirit coming into me. And I imagine that spiritual room, bam, the light comes on. Coming up out of the waters of baptism, that spiritual room. The brightest, most glorious light in that room. And the Holy Spirit starts working, clearing the junk away, cleaning up the oil spills, you know, cleaning up the mouse stuff that has been accumulated, cleaning up all the dirt, all the junk. And I imagine in that spiritual room, there's a closet. And on that closet is a sign that says, forgiven. And I I just imagine the Holy Spirit just opening the door and putting all that stuff I was feeling guilty about, bad about, that was weighing me down in life, into that closet. And it sits in the closet. He shuts the door. And it's in the closet. And I still remember those things. But the weight, the guilt... Is gone because I'm forgiven. And we all are when we believe in Jesus Christ and get baptized. Make him Christ, Messiah, and Lord of our lives. And that is such an amazing gift. I think of my own life again with that drain and all the junk down there and the Holy Spirit just cleaning out that drain and saying, it's clean. Look, look at this other scripture, Hebrews 10.10. 10. The coolest, I mean, it's cool to begin with, but the other cool thing about this is Hebrews 10.10. 10. It says, And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. 
So that state of that room, when the Holy Spirit came in, when I was forgiven, the light, and it, it, it's just organized, clean, everything's in place. There's a Bible in there. There's maybe that, like there's a, a desk and a Bible. Maybe, every day, maybe the Holy Spirit goes in and opens the Bible to where he wants you to read in your spiritual room. Hopefully we, we are aware of that and, and go in and read. Sometimes we don't. We close it and go, not today. But it's once for all. That room is clean once for all. And sometimes we get stuck as Christians. We start trying to put stuff back in the room. And as I was envisioning the room, as I was cleaning, I'm like, what's in my spiritual room? What am I trying, what am I, maybe I created another closet. Not forgiven, but stuff I feel bad about as a Christian that I'm putting in that closet so no one else sees. Right? And that convicted me. Look, look what else is in that room. Ephesians 2.10. guys with phones are a lot faster than I am. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. I imagine in that room the Holy Spirit came into our lives cleaned the whole room up, organized it, and put another list on the wall. All the things, all the good things we were going to do throughout our life are in our spiritual room. Isn't that awesome? I think that's amazing. Imagine your spiritual room right now. Maybe close your eyes. Close your eyes. Imagine what I just described. Um, I, I was doing this when I was cleaning, but the closet. Have I created another closet? Is the Bible open? Or is the Bible closed with dust on it? Because we haven't read it. Lately. Here's a good question. Is there anyone else in the spiritual room? Maybe in time out. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, that's another thought I had. I'm like, is there anybody in my life that's unforgiven that I have not forgiven? Because yeah. those people are basically in time out in my spiritual room. And you might have one person in the corner, you might have 10 people in that corner. But God asks us to forgive as we've been forgiven. So we need to forgive those people and unclutter our spiritual room. I'm going to pray now, but as we take communion, I just think about the gift of that cleansing, of that light, of that organization, of, of our lives, giving us a new purpose, a new mission, um, the love that God has shown us through that. Um, God, I thank you so much for that gift. I thank you for our spiritual rooms and how you clean them and organize them. And um, So often we can drift back to the world and even forget about that room, Father. But it's there and it's waiting and, and the Spirit every day goes in and cleans up the mess we make, Father. Puts the stuff in the forgiving closet. Um, maybe even leaves us a note, Father. Leaves us a note that says, hey, this isn't good for you. I love you. Try not to do this again. Please, try. This is not good for you. Or maybe a note, you need to forgive this person. 
Let it go. Forgive. Love. God, let us listen to the Spirit. Let us spend time in that spiritual room doing our part, Father. It's not all the Holy Spirit, but we have to make decisions also to clean that room and, and take care of the room, and the Spirit will guide us. I just pray we're open to that, and as we take communion, let us just be thankful in our hearts and in our minds that you are in our lives, that you've done this for us, and you continue to do this, and that Jesus paid the price for us once for all. In Jesus' name, amen.